Thunder Nerds are go. Thunder Nerds. Thunder Nerds. Thunder Nerds. Thunder I Nerds. Go. It's the Thunder Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back. Back for another potty. Uh, yeah, we're talking about um, we're talking about the moon base. Was it the moon base? No, we're talking about Attack of the. Was it? Attack no, you were talking. Dalek's. You were talking about the moon base earlier today. That you wanted moon to base watch initially. It. Then we talked about Attack. No, Attack of the Daleks. What's Troughton's well, first uh, story? Uh, no, you were talking about Power of the Daleks. Troughton's Power first of the story. Daleks, sorry, excuse me. Power of the Daleks. <clears throat> I've always wanted that to be, if there's one story that they find in a fucking landfill or or in a mine shaft somewhere, that's the story I want. Is it worth seeing on like animated? Probably, probably better than a teleplay. But um, have you seen it? I've never, I've never watched it, Indy. Yeah, it's a really good. Um, it's a really good animated story, actually. Uh, Macra Terra is good as well. Mm. That's a great animated story. If you've never uh, seen that, there's not much that exists of the Macra Terra. Um, I mean, I think that most of the animated's are pretty good. The new Celestial Toymaker look, looks like a PS One game. Mm. Looks like looks like Philosopher's Stone on PS One with that weird Hagrid. Um, so Celestial Toymaker, but then it also kind of is. I know people have given that flack. I actually think the animation style for the Celestial Toymaker as a PS1 type kind of game animation almost looks cool because it looks like a game. Um, I want to know your, um, what are your list of most wished for recovered stories? If they say there's three that they find in a garbage bin somewhere in Wales, all right, what are those three that you would just, oh, you would love? And what are three that you would be indifferent to? Uh, indifferent underwater menace. Um, really? okay. the space pirates and uh what else would I be indifferent to? Maybe the wheel in space. The wheel in space would be um, indifferent to. Yeah, I've heard okay. that's pretty yeah, so a couple of uh, Trouton's lesser stories there. Um And they're all the old Trouton stories. No. Were they all Trouton stories? What did I say? I said I said I said Space Pirates. Hmm. I said Underwater Menace and I said Wheel in Space. Yeah, all Trouton stories. Um okay, interesting. So that that would be what I would be indifferent to, as you say. Hmm. Um can I tell you what I would like? I would love to see recovered um the evil of the Daleks. Evil, not not power. No, that that's on there as well. Power of the Daleks mm. is on there as well. Okay. Power of the Daleks, I'd like to see recovered. Yep. The evil of the Daleks, I would love to see recovered. Um, okay. I want to see Trouton's first story, and I want to see what's renowned as one of the best Dalek stories in Evil mm. of the Daleks. And then the mm. other story that I would want recovered would either be, and this is really difficult for me, it would either be the 12-part, probably the 12-part um, Daleks master plan. Purely for the fact that it's it's got so many episodes. So you're not a Marco Polo. No, that uh, that person. was the other one I was going to say. That's okay. the other one I was going to say. So it's either for me, okay, it's either the third Marco one would Polo. be Marco everyone, Polo mm, being the first historical. Marco Polo, or, it seems. Yeah, I, I would I would like Marco Polo. It's eight mm. it's eight parts, but like I would I think I'd choose Dalek Master Plan purely because mm. it's twelve episodes. 
So it's like it's yeah. more content that could be recovered. So what would you choose? Interesting. I think it has to be Troughton's first story. Evil? Evil of the Daleks? Or is it Power? Power of the Daleks. Power. Power of the Daleks is his first. So yep. I think just for completion sake, and it has to be Power of the Daleks, you know, is yep. number one for me. Highlander. The Highlander is, is number two for me. Um, Jamie's introduction. Yeah, I, that that would be up there for me, but it, I don't think it reaches my top three. Really? Because I just love Jamie mm-hmm. and um and Patrick's uh chemistry as as companion in the Doctor. I've just heard been, the, like, the the Highlanders is actually kind of naff, but like, mm. so that 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 factors into my thing. Whereas I think Marco Polo seems like a fucking sprawling eight part epic or seven part epic. Um, yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I think that's it. that's it for me for 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 top stories. I mean, I want, I'd love to see any story recovered you know there's Mm. like um apparently a couple of stories that are that are in existence that that are in private collectors you told me that that no you told me that that that, like the 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 collector is apprehensive to release them yeah very like legal legal repercussions from the bebesir Exactly. So that's a bit of a shame because I'd love to see some some more. Uh, How many does he have? They will. How many does this guy have? People. How um, many does this? I don't think it's have? many. Apparently, it's a Troughton. Uh, it's a Hartnell story. Sorry, is what I've heard. Oh, he's got a Hartnell story. Okay. Is it bad that I'm not as excited for Hartnell? Is that oh, bad? I, love I feel like Troughton. Pa- yeah. has like so little that exists really, and the ones that a lot of the ones that do exist are shit. The Crotons, mate. Have you seen the Crotons? It's no, it's, it's one of the mate. few I haven't seen. I've got it, but I haven't we seen it. We should watch it. Just, it's actually yeah. not great. And um, mm. anyway, um, today we're talking about Star Trek. Star Trek The Next Generation. And we're talking about a, an episode that was, um, I didn't really know what to make of. I didn't really have any expectations at all. And it's a bit of a mixed a mixed bag. A lot of, a lot of mixed emotions. Um we're talking about Hide and Q. Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1, Episode 9, Hide and Q. And this is going to sound a bit... What do you think, Indy? A bit... What do you think? This is going to sound a bit... This is going to sound a bit weird for people. But I'm going to say it. As someone drives past, which you could probably hear, that wasn't me farting or something, it was someone driving past in the distance. Um, Josh, just quickly... Can you mm. can you adjust that blue screen because you keep you you're coming off the screen a little bit I'm coming you off like the screen more right, yeah. up yeah yeah even if you yeah. sit back that's 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 better yeah that looks better or if you want to bring it up if you want to sit forward that's what I was going to say probably sounds weird for people at home this is we're just adjusting at the moment just adjusting um I want to say something about hide and cue if you'll let me I want to say this hide and cue has to be one of the most hectic. Um, I I have a feeling it's going to be a Star Trek story for the ages that we'll look back on because there are some shocking moments. It's actually shocking, absolutely you know fucking shocking, absolutely shocking. Um, it was actually when Josh and I were watching it today. I'm going, what the fuck? Like there were some moments that we were we were proper laughing, mm. and it's actually what sparked us to go. Why don't we? Yes. we've got to implement yes. as fast as we can video into the podcast video because in some eventually element. we'd love to. 
yeah, we'd love to eventually like um, transition and maybe do some like reactions of stories um, live for for you guys. And there were moments where we were belly laughing on the couch watching this episode. The I've closest thing to actual before. torture, mm. like torture in terms of the pain from laughter, like my ribs felt like they were full on like shattered or broken because like just the, the and there were the, these moments were so out of left field and there was like nothing really prepared you for them and it would just mm. happen and you'd have two seconds to to, re- to respond to it and to, to take that in and then there's something else fucking like ridiculous that would that would come two seconds later and it's just yeah. you're just getting barraged by by just absurdity in this uh story um it's so funny it's so funny like um oh, it's got it it's as a story i would say at high level thoughts i would say that it's not well actually i would say this is one of the ones i have enjoyed the most and and it flew by for me pure enjoyment it, it really totally. flew by so it so like i so wouldn't quick, ob- objectively if you were to say like you know is it a great star trek episode or is it a great piece of writing at points it isn't and i'll tell you why it's because for instance, and we'll we'll get further into this as we go in. Like the main crux and the main dilemma of the story really only arrives in the last thirteen to twelve minutes of the episode, and then we get some stuff that almost feels like it's there just as shock value, and it gets wrapped up very oh, fast, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. So narratively, it it doesn't always work. Yeah. But if you're talking about enjoyment of an episode, this was the f- it felt the fastest that an episode started and finished. We we had a great time from beginning to end. Mm. There's moments. This is you know we we actually have mentioned in the last couple of weeks that there's not always a lot for our characters to do, and this one gives a good few of our characters, our regulars, a lot to do, um, and a lot of like funny moments, a lot to, of standout to, to, moments, like classic moments, standout, standout moments. So, moments that will probably we'll look back on and have a good good chuckle uh, at the end of the season. Hundred percent. Let me read so the let me read the summary. Thoughts. Let me read the summary. Yeah, go for it, please. First, people. Mm. Q returns to the Enterprise, testing Commander Riker by giving him the power of the Q. All right. And this one was written by C.J. Holland and Gene Roddenberry. The story was by C.J. Holland and it was directed by Cliff Bowl. Here's what I've got for you guys this week for Star Trek trivia in regards to Hyde and Q. First one that I thought was pretty funny. Okay, because I did notice this omission in the episode. Here it is. The removal of the character of Deanna Troy from this episode alongside three other episodes made Mariner Siritus, who must play Deanna Troy, believe at the time that she was about to be cut from the show. Um, <laughs> I noticed her omission here, and it's funny to think that, well, she is not in three episodes apparently because this next bit of trivia after that goes on to say that the actress Mariner Siritus does not appear in this episode this is her first non-appearance the revised final draft screenplay submitted only three days prior to filming featured Deanna Troy which suggests that Siritus' sudden availability was the reason for her non-appearance her lines were eventually cut from the episode or transferred to other characters mostly Tasha Yar, 
and Picard's mm. logs entry explain her absence. A trip home was written from the beginning of the teaser. So interesting. So it looks like she she just couldn't make it late in the the piece potentially for this episode, but then she's not in two others mm. later. Um, I'm just having a look what else I can find for you here. I've got another one here. Cliff Bowl. I don't know who that is. Do you know who Cliff Bowl is? Cliff Bowl's the director. Gotcha. Cliff Bowl, knowing that uh, John DeLancey would appear as Q, watched Encounter at Farpoint in order to maintain Q's tone. He found after shooting began that his research wasn't required as DeLancey slotted back into his previous role naturally. Mm. Um, so that's what I've got for you there. Um, shall we dive in and just discuss this episode? Let's talk. So they're on the way. The Enterprise is heading to a colony, a planet. Um, there's been some sort of emergency on the planet and they require medical attention. I think, I think, does Picard say 500 potential patients? Is that what he says? Oh, I can't remember the exact number that he says. Have you got the captain's log? Um, no, I don't. Do I have the captain's log? Captain's log. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's en route, uh, the Enterprise. So they're en route to Quadra Sigma 3, Sigma. people. Yeah. Oh. Sigma 3. They're on to Quadra Sigma 3. The captain's log reads, Stardate. Four five four one five nine zero point five. Having dropped off Councillor Troy at Starbase G six for a shuttle visit home, we were fortunately close to the Sigma three solar system when its Federation colony transmitted an urgent call for a medical help. An accidental explosion has devastated. Has devastated. Has a mining operation there. That's that's what. Gotcha. It so it's, it's so it's essentially um, a methane explosion. Uh, is what is well is what's caused this, this whole mm. this this problem and they're on they're on route to see it um mm. and then starfleet admiral q reappears so he's wearing starfleet kind of attire when he turns up but initially that they he shows up the mission initially he shows up as a like three-headed serpent which is a bit of a freaky freak remember that yeah that was weird that was weird. It was, it was like, like an orb with like three, cobra. yeah, with like three-headed cobra, like kind yeah. of freaky. Mm. So then mm. he turns into a Starfleet admiral, and essentially, Picard's pissed off. You know what are you doing? You know we're on the we're on the we're on a um, rescue mission. There's just people dying out there. Q has no regard, complete disregard for the um, simple. What would you say? The preoccupations of humanity. He sees them as childish. And the thing is, he, man, the thing is, mm. right, is Picard is doing what he always does in this fucking season. I've said this last week. He He's out of his depth. Uh, mm. Something, again, gets aboard the ship. Does, is How... This ship this is like is the fiftieth time this season where man. something something appears on the bridge and they're, they're how does shot. it how does it get in? Is this is there not shields? Is there not like how how are these forces getting through? I know I know Q's powerful, but I guess it's not it's not if this if okay if in encounters at Farpoint, Q had come aboard and then in this episode he'd come aboard and that was the only two instances in this season that that mm. happened, I could forgive it. 
But every also fucking makes, episode... Also, it makes Q more impressive because... It because does make him more impressive. It doesn't it just, just feels make like him every, another... Yeah, every, every alien they encounter has a way of bypassing the Enterprise's shields and they just appear on the bridge. And it's like they're shocked it every time, me. but it seems to happen every fucking week. They you know, so. it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's a great point. They should not be shocked at this point that, that things like, oh, keep getting aboard because it happens Worf, every other um, week. Worf, do your thing because this happens all the time. It's basically... You know, like customary. In fact, point. in fact, Routine. it should be what it should be. They should, they should, you know, have three days where it doesn't happen, and all go. It's weird that nothing's happened in three days, and no one's come aboard <laughs> the Enterprise, isn't it? Like that, that would be yeah, more yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. surprising at this point. So yeah. Anyway, so he comes aboard, and he's and he's in toy maker mode. He's essentially the celestial toy maker. Right from from Doctor yeah. Who, really. He's 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 dressing up in like Napoleon kind of gear. Um, and he's like, he's got games. He's like, you know, I've got a game. I want you to compete in. His his interest is on Riker. He teleports Commander Riker and the bridge crew down to the planet. Wait, wait, wait. We missed something crucial. Send- we missed what, something yeah, crucial. Please. please. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, Worf. you want to say the- yeah, I want to right, talk about yeah. Worf here, okay? Yeah. I don't know how to quite describe this. Worf- in a moment of just like um, warrior instinct leaps over the, what would you call the railing on the bridge? He almost fucking trips, mate. It looks like he nearly clips his foot and like face plants onto Picard's lap. Yeah, he looks like he's about to like, if he'd gone any... Lower. Yeah, if he he missed that. He genuinely could have fucking like, the actor could have hurt himself, looked like he could have knocked himself out almost, honestly. Yeah. So he leaps in front of Q, pulls out his phaser, and then Picard's like, no, like, Q explains he wants to play a game with Riker. He's interested in Riker specifically. And yeah. um, essentially, Picard says, okay, if we win this game, you ha- you guys have to piss off. You can't interfere with, with us anymore. You have to let us be. Um, Picard's so confident in Riker that Riker's going to do the correct thing no matter what the circumstance of the game is. And um, so from that point on, as Indigo was saying, Q we're on a barren landscape at this point. Transports the what? Who it transports? It's everyone except Picard, essentially. Everyone, everyone except, on the except Picard. The main characters except Picard to the 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 planet, including Wesley. Yes, including uh, Wesley. <laughs> yes, no, not initially. Yes. I don't think. No, not not initially. I don't think so. Mm. No, it's it's just it's just Yar, it's Worf, it's Geordie, it's Data, it's okay. It's, the main Wesley's not there at the, the moment, right? It's the main players the that main were on players. the bridge at the time, okay? Because Wesley was in school mm. at the time. Remember, he wasn't on the You're bridge. Right, he was in school. So good boy. He what happens is they're on the barren landscape. There is like, um, I think it's Q is there in a Napoleon kind of era like outfit. Um, and he explains what's what's going on and the rules of the game. And Yar refuses to compete, and he transports her back to the bridge in a penalty box. Okay, and we then go back to um, Picard, yeah, who's the only one on the bridge. He's trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, right. He can't get he can't out open of the, the bridge. doors. The, the, no one's responding. He's the, essentially the, the alone. The ship's the kind of suspended at the yeah. moment. Um, he can't seem to fly it or do anything, even though we saw him trying to 
fucking pilot a whole ship in the last yep. episode of the battle. So go figure with that. Um, different Raiders, you know, different continuity. And so... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, and then what happens is... <laughs> yeah, because I was wondering what's, what they were going to do with Yah here. And, and what was funny is like, you know, you got all the dudes. You got you got Geordie. You've got Worf. Mm. You've got Data. Okay. You've got Riker. They're on the planet. And then she goes, I, I'm not going to take part in this. And he goes, right, to the penalty box for the only woman that's speaking in this episode. Let's leave it all with a sausage fest. And so Literally, then we're yeah. left with a sausage fest of dudes, right? They get rid of the only chick. And, well, I, 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 I thought that that's what was going to happen. Turns out that the penalty box she's in is not some void no. space or whatever. They couldn't afford, they couldn't afford to do anything the creative. Bridge. They couldn't afford to do anything creative, no. obviously. So they, they send her to the bridge and they imply if anyone else on the planet makes another mistake, they're going to erase Lieutenant Yar from existence and they're going to take her place on the bridge in this penalty box. So in the it's penalty box, very right? convoluted. Very Natasha, convoluted. yeah, she reappears um, on, on the bridge, explains to Picard and the audience again what, what this penalty box is. What the fuck the penalty box um, is, essentially. Yep. So we cut back to the planet. But but just no. remember, let's quickly talk mm. about this because Picard is he's got that tender moment he where he kind of her. goes for her shoulder and breaks, talks breaks to her and then Q contact. appears and is yeah. like Yeah, breaks contact and then Q's like, Oh, you know, you're uh, getting there, are you, Picard? I guess you're only human, like kind of like has a bit of a go and then he very fast like releases Yar from the penalty box and yeah. lets her back. So, which was weird, and then you've got like Wharf scouts ahead. Oh my god! So on this, so Wharf does on this, he does on a, this um, planet. He runs. Geordie can see like a long <laughs> so, distance. See, ahead this is what happens. Like, so like, so we come mm. back to planet. Geordie's looking at something in the in the far distance. We don't know what he's looking at. And um, Riker says, "Oh, can you see Wharf? Can you see him?" And she's like, "He's like, yeah, we can. We, I can see him. I can see the freckles on his face. That's how well I can see him." And then we cut to Wharf from mm. like a long shot. On this, uh, on this beautiful um, set of a planet, and Worf is just doing this like he's just like running, but it's like he's so slow at the same time. You know, he's running towards mm, these. These mm. he's really slow, and he's he's attacked, and they they call them like they're like we're being attacked by vicious animal things. Like yeah. there's no name of what these things are or where they've come from. Um, they they look hideous that it's like, like it's pigs, like fucking twilight like zone eye of the beholder always? shit yeah, yeah it's, totally. it's like eye that, of the beholder like. from twilight zone so it's got it's got that vibe and then yeah like they're wearing french soldiers uniforms yeah. from that era they're, they're armed with muskets but they fire energy bolts instead of classic projectiles and q um <laughs> well, i guess we got to talk about this right so what happens is Q comes back to Riker and he tells him that he's granted him the powers of the Q continuum, yep. Yep. right? And and th- like Josh said, there's this moment where, you know, Worf is scouted ahead, but he comes yep. back to yep. the yep. Crew yeah, yeah, yeah. to say, so, they're, they're yep. coming, they're coming. And, yep. then, and then Geordie's yep. like, or Data's like, they're, they're getting very close, sir, like to Riker. Yep. And then, um, you know, Worf's like, Arr! Arr! 
Arr! and starts like coming coming in like really f- at the s- pace of a snail like yeah, towards yeah, yeah, these, yeah. these things and then he starts like he hits one he takes another down then he gets taken down and then one of these like these fucking like soldiers <laughs> kills Worf straight up kills him <laughs> and at this yeah. point and at this point like when like um more crew have been sent down like onto the planet yeah. wesley's here now and he's like i where what's going on i was on, in school Rachel? two seconds I, I ago i was in school yeah. like you know i was in school yeah. two seconds ago so what's wesley sees wolf so- bite the dust wolf gets impaled in the stomach and wesley mind wesley you mind you right is there one of these the cards there wesley is the one that runs to wolf's aid okay and but what about these ones? What about these ones? Like Wesley, Wesley, when he sees the death, he does one of these under those. Oh, oh my! And then like he doesn't do the oh my, but he like gives a face and he runs over, gets down on the side, and you got Picard going Wesley, like get back here, yeah. boy! And then and then Wesley just gets fucking impaled by one of these soldiers <laughs> right through the back. It's the most hectic thing. Josh and I leapt out of our seats like Wesley's dead. Yeah. I'm going, holy shit, Wesley's carked it in this episode. Yeah. And then while all this is happening, in the background, Riker comes up does. and goes, oh! Oh! <laughs> and, like, and like just reaches into the fucking the, 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 the sky, skies, he the heavenly the, the skies above. Continuum and he, he brings Wesley back to life, brings Worf back to life. And he brings Worf back to life. What happens and then to the pig brings soldiers? Do they, do, they, do they die? Does he evaporate them or what? Or does he just transport everyone back to the uh, bridge? He, yeah, no, no, no. He like, he like, he like sends them to like the void space, like between, like he just sends them back to nothingness, wherever they, wherever Q had fabricated Riker them from. But was like, having a- this is all after, by the way. This is all after Q has explained mm. these powers to Riker. Yeah. And there's this moment, Thunder Nerds, this fucking moment where you've got Riker. So we okay. cut back to the bridge. We cut got, back to the bridge. Okay. So we cut. No, no. This isn't even on the bridge yet. This okay. isn't on the bridge yet. I'm okay. talking about the moment before all this had all happened right. when he found out that he got these powers. Yes. Q's going, you know, we're from the future and 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 they're just going on about shit. It's like the dialogue is going That's around true. in a wheel. They say the same. We actually get to this moment mm. where they where he saves them mm. all. We have to go through about a. a, a it feels like a five. They to can, six well, the thing is, the problem like, is they convey the same information this? like time. And time again, over using this, like using essentially cinema, synonyms for the, the same talking points, and it's even information we for the same the, the same sort of information he even talked about in Encounter at Farpoint. They're essentially there. This is the essentially the conversation. Thunderheads. It's like we uh, we're from the we're future, powerful. and we 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 like you, and 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 then you've got Riker going. So we progress. How far? And then. Beyond what your mind could Beyond possibly imagine, what we can and it's just, it's just, and it's like the same sort of like you, you yeah, mystery baiting, like, like edging don't the just viewers. Tell me that, like, show me, bro, show me. But anyway, show me anyway. So, so that it's it's, and then we, and we're finally back at the thing, and then mm-hmm. and then Picard's doing these ones. That was you that did that, Riker. You you did that, and then Riker's like crusty. So we cut back to the yeah, Enterprise. I did that motherfucker. Riker is posing like a salesman, like for like a real estate agent on like a business card. That's what he looks like, bro. All right, so that's he's what posing he like, like. He's, he's doing, essentially hey, like. That's what I did. Yeah, he's almost like a fucking Bronze Age bodybuilder, mate. Like, it's the funny. Yeah. Thing. You can tell, like, you can just tell. Um, Jonathan Frakes was having a fucking just. He was just having a ball of the time. He was just. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't in the moment, people. He wasn't doing any. 
he wasn't doing any um Oscar worthy acting. There's no look. There's no. There's no method acting happening here, people. No. Okay. There's no. There's <laughs> no Daniel Day Lewis in Last of the Mohicans here. There's. There's Jonathan Frakes sitting at one point on a rock back before they get teleported, going. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> this kind of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. It's pretty. It's. It's. Um. Look. It's fucking entertaining. Yeah, we we had That's a blast of time, and this is like so. We're already, mind you, we're already like over halfway through the episode. We're kind of like into the. We're like 30 we're thirty minutes, minutes into the episode, in now, and we're now, Riker now has the power of the cue. So essentially, we have the dilemma of the episode, and we looked at me and Indigo looked at the time remaining. It was like ten minutes remaining, and we only just have gotten Almost. to the point of the episode. Because what? Because what happens? Right, we're at this point. We've got this. Is what we've got. We've got Riker's got the powers. Mm. Okay. He um he's having conversations with Picard. Mm. Picard saying, you know, Q because this mm. is all part of this bet that 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 Picard's yeah. agreed you to. You have to promise me that you will not use this power. He's essentially no saying he's essentially saying, look, Q might try mm. and tempt you. Yeah, he might try and tempt you. So when we get to mm. this planet. Or this, uh, when we get to Sigma or whatever it is, and we we find that oh, for this rescue mission, like don't be tempted. So at this point, we're about thirty minutes in, like Josh said. So we're we're moving through. It's taken a long time to get to the mm. point where he's got these mm. powers. And now, now it, we're to back be on fair, the to be mission. totally fair to Rod and Barry, all right? Like it's getting interesting, right? It's actually an interesting premise that they've they've finally gotten around to exploring so they're heading to this planet still Picard says like no no Tasha Yar states we're on course to Sigma 3 still Sigma 3 or whatever the fuck this planet's called we're there rescue missions underway we've got people Uh there's there's actually a lot of blood we saw Wesley bleeding out earlier in this story okay we now see a a bit of of fucking gore we see like people that are in pain we see a child that's like fucking buried on the rubble yeah, man. It's like fucking horrific. It's it's horrific shit. And then she gets lifted out of the rubble. She's dead. We learn, and 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 Yar essentially says, or is it Crusher? I think Crusher is like Crusher is essentially she's dead, Riker. Like there's nothing we can do. And he's like, there's something. And she goes, "What? Well, you, do. you don't have the power to bring her back, yeah. do you?" And he goes, "I I I do essentially, but I'm forbidden from doing it after what I've talked about with Picard. Like I can't use these powers." And mm. then we go back to Enterprise. And he goes, mm. I could have used my powers to do to, to save that girl. And Picard goes, You were right. Your bald head would have let me, you yeah. Jean Luc. He Jean-Luc. starts calling Jean Luc by his first name. Calls him by his first so name. And and he says, he goes, Picard yeah. goes, Look, you were right. You were actually right not to do that because yes. like you could you could absolute power corrupts absolutely, essentially. And and yeah. and then um, Riker goes. You think I haven't thought about all this? Like, I wish I'd never agreed to what you said before. I wish I saved mm-hmm. her. And then he calls a meeting. Very hostile. Very hostile. Very, very hostile. Quickly, Riker in this episode. And this is, I know, and like, this, so it doesn't happen late. Does it happen late? Mm. Yes, it happens mm. at about ten minutes to go. Is it interesting at least to see him pushing back? Unlike the battle where he is on mm. Picard's side straight away. One of away. my big this complaints interesting. in the battle was how how beta he was for Picard. Basically. Yeah, but this time he's he's pushing back and he calls a Sigma. meeting with everybody. He's Sigma, people. He's yeah. Sigma. Now, what, 
what happens when he calls the meeting with everyone? What does what happens when he gets to the when we get to the bridge, Josh? And we're in front of everybody now. What happens with Wesley? What does what does so so Ryan wait? Do? Let's just build up. We can't jump to. We can't we can't skip things now. We're gonna go systematically through what happens. Hmm. Q arrives, and he's dressed in a monk. Like 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 Catholic monk attire from the Middle Ages. He's got a, he's a got a hood on. Looks like a Jedi master. Looks like Darth Sidious. Yeah. Looks like a Jedi master. He he walks to Riker and he essentially says, "Riker, I've given you the power of God, and you're listening to this bald-headed, stuffy old man. Like, you should do more with your power. You know, I'm testing you after all." And uh, Riker wants to give each of his friends a gift that he knows that they want. Okay. So, um, he says, um, the first one, the first one's Wesley. And what he does is this thunder nerds. He goes, he, (laughs) what I love about this as well is that for every other one that happens, he actually asks what they want. Whereas Wesley, he doesn't even ask for consent. He just takes this boy's wish and, and grants it. And he goes, he goes, Wesley, grant you what you want. And Wesley at this point is standing next to his mother and he goes, to be 10 years old. And But before he does it, before he says it, he does this. He goes, I'll give you what you want. Yeah, he yeah, stares, yeah, yeah. He stares He's down the barrel you're like, what the fuck? Well, Josh and I were like, what's he doing? And then he goes, as it happens, like Wesley starts morphing and he's like, to be 10 years old. And then, and then an older, perfectly cast... Chin that's chiseled like the, from the fucking gods. Wesley yeah. appears as as a te- like ten years old. And he's like a man, and it's like Wesley as a man. He looks man. like Nathan like, Cleary. If you, if you guys he looks know like Nathan, Nathan Cleary, Cleary from, if you from, know who uh, Nathan Cleary is, on the NRL. Panthers, Penrith Panthers NRL player here in Australia. He's a he blonde head, as chiseled Nathan as Nathan Cleary, Cleary. and yeah. <laughs> it is the most. Bizarre and his thing. voice, and the guy, the actor's voice was quite good. It sounds his like voice Wesley. He's exactly like Wesley. It's fucking impressive, man, for like a Josh show from 1989. Josh crying, this. laughing when we were watching this on the couch. Oh, this man. is we were sitting there going, "I wish we had commentary like reactions to this shit." Like, because yeah. now we what you're getting from the nerds right now is you're what, you're getting we're our trying reaction to reenact now, trying to recreate after, the emotional uh, after effect, and it's just and not it the same. It just can't do it. Like. I, I, it's still funny in my mind, but the, if you could have seen the visceral reaction of us with our fucking guts out on the couch laughing at this thing, it was fucking hilarious. Like, properly, properly funny stuff. So, so th- that for me, that was enough already. Like, I've had Worf at this point. I've had, I've had Worf jump and almost die, trip over himself and die. Right? I've actually had Worf die. Then I've had Wesley die. <laughs> had Wesley die. Then had I've Wesley had them impaled. resurrected. Now Wesley's ten years older. Could it get any better? And now Thunder Nerds, yes, it could. Now, so now he, so so Wolf asks Data, "I know what you want, Data. You've always wanted to be human, Pinocchio." Like, and I, 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 I was hoping they were. I, I, I thought, I thought they were going to show the actor Brent Spiner with like no makeup, just Same. as a human. I thought they were going to do that. And I'm I, I'm upset that they didn't do it. Data essentially says like, yes, I want to be human, but like I know that it would be a lie if you did it. It would just be because the queue allowed me to. It's not like mm. anything I've earned. It's not real. So it's not like properly. Da- data real. says no, essentially. 
He goes hey, to hey, Geordie. Hey, just with data, next. with data quickly. Could I just, can said, I just interrupt there? Go on. Go I just on. want. I just want to say something about data. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm, I'm just thinking about it now. With Wharf, like, what's your thoughts on like? You know, Wharf was moving pretty fucking slowly earlier in this episode. I reckon that, like, and he gets, he get what? He gets through like one or two of those fucking French dudes before he gets body <laughs> French pigs, right? Oh, I and he's, say meant that. To, and he's meant to be like the. No, no, they, 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 they weren't French pigs. They, they were dressed as they were pig men <laughs> dressed as French. All right, as as French soldiers. All right, it's okay. Sorry, you no, didn't mean to say that, that. but I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. No, he didn't mean it. He, he, was, he was just saying what they what they what they look like. All right, cancel now. What I was going to say is this, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, this is what I was going to say. He gets bodied, right? Now he's meant to be like the tough fucking like, and and, and oh, Josh and I have had conversations before saying who do you think's the strongest? of of the the crew and we we speculated that data would be stronger than mm. um wharf and there's a moment when they're on the sigma kind of planet during the rescue and and data's just lift and rubble off like the biggest bits of he's rubble you've ever seen where, and he's not flinching he's not reacting and that for me or just i just wanted to say it right now confirmation confirmed like absolutely data would kick wharf's ass he would kick anyone's ass he's easily he's passive okay he's passive but fuck me, but he he's could. the strongest no. that's on the Enterprise. He would fuck anybody up on the Enterprise. If, it, crush, if he crush actually... You like a, like, crush you like styrofoam. If he... If for whatever reason something malfunctioned, he could be the most lethal thing on that on mm. that vessel. But anyway, let's get back to it. So what happens after uh, with okay, so, so So he walks to Geordie, doesn't ask for Geordie's consent. Very strange. <laughs> he says, I know what you want, Geordie. He's like, I he, know what you Riker want. Has has his own like Jesus of Nazareth mo- moment. He 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 puts his hand on on Geordie's head like this, and like it very dramatically cures him of his blindness. And he takes takes Geordie's glasses off. Geordie has perfect like human eyes again. And he and Geordie's first first thing the first thing he does he he turns to Tasha Yar completely out of left field and says. Natasha, you're more beautiful than I could have imagined. So um, we get a bit of we get a bit of a lot of boundaries crossed in this episode. Um, is it is it just because like she's the only woman there that he's just woman? he's just longingly like lusting yeah. over this? Not lusting, not lusting. I'll correct myself. Okay, Wesley Crusher. Well, I'm not Wesley, uh, um, Doctor Crusher was there. Is Doctor Crusher not not? Not Geordie's type, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just, it's just like, why do we have to? Anyway, I guess. So yeah, so we've got the, we got, the, and then, and then Yar, and he's like more beautiful than I could possibly imagine. And then after Yar, <laughs> after Yar, he turns, and I said to Josh, I looked to Josh, and I said, "Oh my God, we're getting like a primate for Wolf," and then, yeah. but in front of our very eyes appears a female Klingon mm. and and there's some weird shit going on. There's these ones. And Wolf's like, Ugh. and then this chick's like, okay. ah. she's kind of getting a bit excited about it and it's getting fucking weird. Wolf backhands her. She does like a backflip down, he down the ramp of the bridge, bro. 
gives her the old, he gives her the old one too. He properly smacks her, whiplash kind of shit. She flies through the air. And guess what? Old dirty Rottenberry, it doesn't seem to phase this female Klingon one bitch. He gets hit, looks back up and almost looks a little bit more lustrous. And we have Data watching all this going, Sir, Worf, is this sex for you? Like, like it's it's weird shit. Yeah. This show has moments where it just yeah. never ceases to surprise me with like to shock and amaze. The it's shock. not Doctor Who. It's not Doctor Who. No, Doctor, it's not. Doctor Who, you can barely get like a doctor hugging a companion in classic Who, or let alone like holding a hand or anything. American like. sentimentality, I think. Like it's <sighs> man, it's just funny. So so like you're right. It's such a american thing you don't get that in, in, with british tv no really especially from back then it's man. much more it's much more sexually aware i would say is how i would describe it <laughs> you know and and we've had inferences before but now we finally see this female Klingon. then he's like oh like what, what was it what's his what's what's his reasoning here Walt's reasoning he's like i um i don't on my home world i would be like that but here i'm I'm not like that. I'm abstaining <laughs> from my desires. Says something on yeah. like on, along and, those lines. And, and Josh, what do you think about like, you know, what I said at the start of the episode? It's like we get to this point. We've done a lot of build up just to get to the dilemma. And the initial dilemma of this episode is I've got the powers. There's a dead child here, and I haven't saved it. Mm. It takes a long time to get to that before he then turns. We then, in the last ten minutes, ramp this up to oh, I'm going to turn on you, Picard, mm. and. And I'm going to show you what I can mm. do with my powers. And we essentially just get a show and tell kind of like, it's like rocking up to show and tell, like at school and going, mm. here's what I, I've got. And, and, and essentially just does a show and, and tell of like, just of highlight <laughs> moments, you know, oh, let me show <laughs> yeah. you your vision, yeah, Jordy. Man. Let me, sh- let me turn right. Wesley into a man. Let me do this and that. And yeah. then it does it all only to. Yeah. I thought he was going to get Picardi's fucking hair back, bro. Like at one point, like. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. I was expecting it. I but was you, expecting but, it. But but do you know what I mean when I say that it it does it and it it it's essentially doing it just to give you that initial shock value, but then nothing actually comes of it. It it, tie, it does it. Spends no, five minutes or whatever doing it, it and then a minute later, and he essentially says, "I don't want these powers." Q, and then they all return to the way they were before. And Q looks up, and there's, the, the ship is like shaking, and it's implied that he's he's in trouble with the other with the other Qs from the Q continuum. So he disappears in like a in like a, a like a burst of agony. He's he 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 vanishes, and and the ship mm. is returned, you know, to normal. The, the you know Q has left. And um, that's essentially the end of the episode. It, it, it wraps mm. up incredibly quickly. The, like, like Indigo said, the point of the episode comes in the last 10 minutes and it's gone nearly as quick. It's, it's within a couple of minutes, it's resolved. And that's basically it, Thunder Nerds. A lot of funny moments. Because, but- so yeah, to wrap it up, Riker makes a promise to Picard never to use powers again, mm. right? Um, and it's... and. It all gets taken away from him, of course. Like, it's just, it's very, it's very bizarre. Like, Picard Mm. declares, 
in the very end of this episode that Q has failed, and then when Q attempts to go back on his word, he's forcibly recalled by the the Q continuum, as he calls it. Picard is pleased to see him gone. He praises Riker. Riker goes back at the end to... You know, referring to him as the captain or whatever, captain, as, as, yeah. as, as like so, so they're back on that kind of you know, um, you know, number one basis, I suppose, and and it's all wrapped up, and 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 like I said, if you were to look at it from a narrative perspective, purely from a perspective of you know, does this work as a piece of writing? Not no. always. Not no, um, not, not really. The no. ending doesn't work. It the, the, the it takes too long to get to its point. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm going to I'm going to do something here. I don't know if if this is No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Mm. I'm going we're okay. going to get to the ratings now. Okay? Cuz just like this episode we've just done here, it's not as fast maybe as some other episodes we've done. But the episode we watched, uh it was it felt like it started and finished all within one kind of moment it was it was it yeah. was a fleeting moment this episode so yeah. you're almost getting a shorter podcast to go along with that um mm. i'm gonna give my rating okay for this episode hide and cue i was going to go for thunder nerd one thunder nerd one for but i'm gonna hold Q. back gonna do on that, that really I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold back on that purely because of the writing but for the purpose of entertainment that this episode provides the entertainment value alone from start to finish, I enjoyed it. There was moments where I was up in my chair, I was laughing, I was having the best time with this episode. This, for me, becomes the highest rated episode of the season. It gets the highest possible Thunder Nerd 2, Virgil Tracy. It's verging right below a Thunder Nerd 1. It doesn't get there because of its problems so, as a script mm. and out of enjoyment. I rate this Thunder Nerd 2. This is the best episode of the season for me. Purely off how much I enjoyed watching it. So pure just entertainment value alone for you is enough to get borderline Thunder Nerd 1, the highest ranking. It doesn't get there. It doesn't get there, but it's, it's close. It's, it's Thunder Nerd 2. It's the highest. I've, so I'd if give it the there highest was no... Rating. So how, how, how many minutes in total of entertainment were there there were there were there were a lot of moments they were there were there's quick, a lot of moments now there's they're scattered they amongst like they're scattered amongst things that let it down like okay obviously like i said it takes too long to get to what it needs to do mm. but another thing that doesn't get it to that thunder nerd one tier is having the like you said almost using synonyms for 15 minutes or what feels like yeah. 15 minutes Spre- at yep. one point yeah just to go- going that, over that the same ethical dilemma again. again and again yeah like the the q it sound it feels like a high school essay that you're trying to pat out. That's what it felt like. That whole interaction yep. with human Riker. It's like just get to the fucking point. We, we already know. It, it's that. about five to six we minutes. It what, doesn't. What it doesn't feel humans. overly long, but it definitely mm-hmm. like you. Josh and I turn to each other, going, "They're literally saying the same thing over and over again," and and it's not it's not becoming any more interesting by you saying, you know, you couldn't yeah. your mind couldn't understand what I'm talking about. Like it's like okay, I mean, sick. I'm just wanted. I was interested in your reasoning. I think I have the same reasoning. It was just pure, just joy flew by for me. Yeah, middle middle of the range thunder thunder nerd two. I can't give it any higher, even though it was so entertaining. It was the best time I've had thus far in the season. Just pure entertainment value wise. I can't reward something for for just 
having shit writing, really. And even though the 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 the, the, the Razzie level like acting was funny, it's it's still shit acting, you know. And there, there's better moments. Picard had some nice moments. He had some yep. nice Shakespearean um, almost moments of like like yeah like really like fantastic acting moments but like overall just no nothing nothing too special except for the shock and the shock value the shock value brought it up to mid thunder node two for me so virgil both in the virgil territory people i I, saw we wrap it up here all good thank you thank you thunder nerds thunder nerds switching to (laughs) horizontal flight Okay, catch you later.